All right, all right. We are back, Soaring Wing Show. We've been on a little bit of a hiatus, but we are back in full effect, ready to kill the rest of this season. I hope all is well with you guys. Thank you for tuning in, Soaring Wing Show on the W Insider Network. I'm Dorothy J. Gentry at Dorothy J. Gentry on Twitter, and y'all already know Instagram. Yep, I am at WNBA Love, Eric Graham. On Twitter and WNBA underscore love on Instagram. I got to get used to that. I'm still trying to step up my Instagram game. So it's good to be back, Dorothy. Yes, I know. We've been, we've been away, but we've been busy. We most definitely have been. Glad to be here. Ready to get going. Yes, yes, indeed. All right. So this is the Malice of Dallas. So welcome to the Malice of Dallas episode. Now, I know that this hasn't been the ideal season for our wings. We're sitting at 6 and 16, uh, currently in 11th place. We are recording on uh, August 5th, on Monday. So uh, the wings are about to go on the road. We have yet to win a road game. But I want you guys to know that the Malice of Dallas isn't necessarily a bad thing regarding the wings, just because the team is very dangerous. They, do, they still play with a lot of hustle, a lot of heart. They are still very strong defensively. The, the struggles have just been there offensively but the team appears to be getting more comfortable they are learning things the they are moving the ball a little bit more it's just that thing when things get tight they're young the inexperience it, it kind of catches them up in the end a little bit but the malice of dallas is really just saying how the wings have an opportunity to ruin some some playoff seating for some teams. Don't sleep. Yeah, do not sleep. Do not take Dallas lightly, whether they are coming to you or you're coming to them, especially at home. Right. Uh, they are very tough at home. So if we, if we do not make the playoffs, which there's still a chance, we're only four games out, we might be able to get in, especially with uh, Seattle and Minnesota, you know, falling the way that they have here recently, we still have a chance to get in. But if not, we do have an opportunity to force some teams into a playoff um, that one and done. They they can mess up teams getting bye weeks. So do not take Dallas lightly. This is you've been warned. Okay. Spoiler. Yes. <laughs> yes. So that's that's where the title. Yeah, that's where the title has come from. Um, the wings have shown some some really good pieces. It's mm-hmm. just they haven't had enough time to put it together. Mm-hmm. You know, with the schedule, it's hard to get that practice time in. You know, you have these tough losses that the young team has to try and forget yeah. and, and move on and try and get these things going. So, like I said, they still have an opportunity. The Malice of Dallas, they're going to oppose some ill will on some other teams. So you just, heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. <laughs> just be on the lookout, okay? So, Given the state where we are, they're about to go on the road. Do you see them beating the storm of the Mercury coming up here? You know, we've had some really close games. The past, what, three or four games have been decided by about a total of like 14 points. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, two or three point uh, losses, five point loss. You know, single digit right there, one more possession, one more play, and we would have had the, uh, the win. So, I. I see us getting at least one of these on the road. We yeah. have to get our first uh, road win. Um, and we have what? Thursday we have the storm coming up. Then mm-hmm. we have Seattle, then we have the Mercury. I see one of those. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and call it. Um, as you said, you know, the, the storm, you know, they have had some struggles here lately. Let's capitalize on it. Um, one thing I do like is um, they're never take high attitude. Mm-hmm. You know, so as they prepare to go on the road for a couple of uh, games, um, 
not going to get one. Yeah, as tough as the season has been, there has not been any quit in this team. Uh, the locker room has still been very positive. They are hustling. Uh, Kayla Davis is still locking down the defenders. Whoever is the best on the team, Alicia Gray, has been Whoa. having a good Whoa. season. <laughs> and it's kind of, I don't know why it's been kind of low-key. Like, not I enough know. people are talking about Alicia Gray. Saturday night she had, how many assists was that, nine? Nine. Nine assists. Mm-hmm. Um, she had 13 points and she was diving and, and sliding across the court mm-hmm. and stealing the ball and just, you know, all she was making it do what it do, basically. Yeah. Her, out there on that court. Her and Kayla Thornton. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, Kayla Davis, you know, uh, she can always be counted upon. She had a really good game. Uh, and that monster block that made Sports Center. Get big, Kayla. Get big. Kayla Davis. <laughs> yeah, no, that was really good to see. Mm-hmm. And it's always good that, you know, whenever things like that happen, that it makes the mainstream news like they should be in the news every night, whether it's Dallas Wings, anybody from WBA, because there's always some intense action that's going on on the road mm-hmm. that needs to be focused on. But with our team, like Kayla, Alicia, Thornton Davis, mm-hmm. I really like <clears throat> that they're using Kayla Davis at the point more yeah. just because she is much taller than the guards on the opposing team. So uh, defensively, it's been a little bit of of a struggle because we are a little bit longer on the perimeter. And it's it's tough for teams. And with Kayla Thornton, Alicia Gray, they have some of the most active hands. They really do. They They do. do. It's like, all of a sudden, wait, she has the ball? Yeah. When does she steal the ball? You know, so. Yeah. But who's been coming along is Yes, yes. Shout out to Megan Gustafson. She has been getting some extended minutes and making the yep, yep, making the most of it. Uh, She's dropped a little weight, like she's worked her way into Mm -hmm. shape. Mm -hmm. Uh, The game seems to be, you know, catching up to her. It's not Mm -hmm. as fast, Mm -hmm. and you know, she's she's bodying up. It don't matter who it is. She's down there on that block, fighting, getting those boards, and I really like what I'm seeing from her. And I'm. so funny, uh, uh, the other day after the, I think it was the Liberty game, uh, one of the games I was at home, and she tweeted out, she said, I counted 10 scratches and three, three <laughs> something, you know, after that game last night. That shows just how physical, you know, yeah. she has been. And again, she's not backing away from the challenge, her confidence mm-hmm. and stuff, you can tell. Um, she's feeling it. Yeah, yeah, and the game against New York, I mean, she's going up against one of the best mm-hmm. in the league, and Tina Charles, and she mm-hmm. was not afraid to body her up, at box her out. Get those boards like she was fighting, and I I love it. She had an and one over Tina Charles. Tina was all over her, and Megan just shook her off, hit the basket, and mm-hmm. got the foul, and got the and one. I was like, okay, Megan, we see you, mm-hmm. we see you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and talking about just her her tweets and stuff, like Agler mm-hmm. is taking notice as well. He pointed out on Twitter, mm-hmm. gave her a shout out about yeah. how she's not playing for herself, she's playing right. for Dallas, and that's that mentality that's that's going from her throughout the whole locker room, right. and it's just it's just really great to see. What's also great to see, as um, I know, earlier in the uh, year, Skylar Diggins-Smith was on the sidelines, and then mm-hmm. she went missing for about four or five games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but she's been back regularly the past three home games. She's been there on the side. She's been in the huddle uh, during the timeouts, mm-hmm. uh, giving her thoughts and whatnot. So. I think that's great. No, it is really good to have that leadership uh, on the sidelines just because the team is so young. Like, I really wish that we had Skyler on the court because mm-hmm. I just think that the, the team would just be on another level okay. and we would already be in that playoff hunt if we had her leadership on the floor. But she's still continuing to work her way back, you know. Uh, and as the Rand Taylor, Taylor said, 
Taylor too. Shout out to them. That's, they're there every game as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So their injuries and crutches and all that. Yeah. And yeah, but it's, it just goes to show that support mm-hmm. is all there. They're all about the team, and, and the Wings are, are ready to get it to, to improve. So mm-hmm. what are some of the ways – we know that the team has a defensive identity. So what are some of the ways that you think that the team can improve? Well, one of my biggest, I think everybody is that kind of close out these games. It's like they're right there, and all of a sudden, as Jeff just said earlier, they, they, it's a default mm-hmm. you know, system or, or situation that, that occurs. Close out the game. Close them out. Saturday's game was, what, 30 seconds left? And I think they were tied or was one, one point there. Mm-hmm. And... Just a series of miscues, a couple of, you know, mistakes, and bam, yeah. 75-70 loss. So, closing out those games, um, the better passes. I do like how their shot clock mismatches that they were struggling with earlier. That's gotten better. Yes. Um, I haven't seen as much of that. They need to get to the line more, too. Yeah, I know, I know, Agler, <laughs> he wanted to say more about that yeah. <laughs> on Saturday mm-hmm. night, but you can't, you know, but, but I'm going to say it for him, okay? Yeah. We are not getting the calls mm-hmm. that we're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the trips to the line has been completely unbalanced right. for the majority of the season. I'm just now starting to see Enrique get the calls mm-hmm. uh, a little bit when she goes right. to the basket, but everyone else, it's just not happening. I mean, you got people getting slapped in the face. Mm-hmm. Everything else, and mm-hmm. we're, we're just not getting the cause, and we're having to play through that. Right. And but also, it's like when you're when you are attacking and you're expecting to get the foul and you don't. It's like, ugh, we wanted those points. We were trying to get to the line, right. and that, that and affects mentally, us. Yeah. yeah, mentally. So they have to shake that off, that mm-hmm. frustration. Mm-hmm. You can see on their faces sometimes, you know, but you can't let it get to you. Yeah, yeah. And you mentioned the shot clock management has been better. I've mm-hmm. I've noticed that they're making it more difficult for other teams. Mm-hmm. There have been more shot clock violations on the yeah. opposing teams. So I mean that defensive effort is still there. It's just if we can get to passing the ball better, moving the mm-hmm. ball better, mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. just making an extra pass, you know, just whipping it around. Um mm-hmm. when 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 the shot clock is low, like I said, the, they kind of go into a default mode. You know, right. you know, Rike is dribbling or whoever has the ball is dribbling and trying to find an open person. Mm-hmm. You know, the ball will get thrown out, and it, it's just it's just miscues offensively when right. things get taken away from what they've been practicing. Right. So. But the execution is a lot better. It is. It is. And I, I just I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do. I mean, we're, we're down to the last 12 games, only four games out of the playoff spot. But we got some tough matches coming up. I mean, there's still and out of those, excuse me, I don't mean to interrupt you, but out of those twelve games that are left, what well, we only had uh, four at home. Mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Five. Five at home. Mm-hmm. And we've had our struggles on the road. So. But we have, yeah, we need to win. <laughs> yeah, the Wings need to need to need to try to win on the road. Uh, there's a sense of urgency there, most definitely. Mm-hmm. And on the road, we have Connecticut twice, Minnesota. Chicago's had our number, and we have Washington, and those are not going to be easy matches on the road. But I think that they'll be able to get through it. I mean, they just got to mm-hmm. keep keep playing, plugging we, away. We did beat Connecticut at home. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was when Connecticut was at the top of the standings. Mm-hmm. They were like 9-4 or something. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so we beat them at that point. So Yeah. I mean, if we can get it done mm-hmm. – I mean, I, w- I feel like once they get that first win on the road, yeah. the monkey will yeah. be off the I, back. I they can breathe a little bit. There's I not agree. so much pressure when we're traveling mm-hmm. just because that that record. They haven't won a world game since July of two, 2018. 2018. So 
that's saying something. I mean, that's with Liz on the team. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's going to take some time to, to get it done. I mean, they just haven't had the time to get it. Yeah. <laughs> the the offense, the the waning in the last few minutes, it's just, it just comes with being a young team. But I think that, you know, under Agler, he's laying a great foundation. Right. So I really like what I'm seeing from there. And I, eventually uh, they'll get it done. So, all right, we have been on a little bit of a break. All-Star has come and gone, but the Dallas Wings didn't have any any representation. Not one player was on there. And usually, uh, they usually make it a point to have one player from each team. So I'm not sure why they went away from that. I remember there was one year where Sue Bird was added just so they could have someone from Seattle. And I'm just like, well, how come we couldn't get the same thing? From mm-hmm. Dallas, I understand if you see Collier had more votes, the 13K, you know, Connecticut right, right, and right. Minnesota, they all came strong right. and all of that, but I they're know. still. I don't know. I, I, I think <laughs> that having three or four from one team on the All-Star, yes. that's just me. I mean, life's not fair either, but that's just what I think. I think that two, max, mm-hmm. you know, it's somebody else's opportunity. Right. But three, four... Yeah. I'm asking you. Yeah, let's put that out there. Like, like there should be at least one player from every team. Yeah, period. Yeah, put it out there because I think I feel like if Arike was out there, that would have been a little bit more, more uh, showboating. You know, a little bit more, a little bit more gloss. But there's not to take away anything from the All Star. Um, I was able to to go out there and attend it. I didn't I didn't work the game, uh, but I was there celebrating my birthday. And I gotta say that the this All Star in Las Vegas was the best All Star game that I've, I've attended. Heard. I didn't yes. know, but I've heard. Yes, no, like it was. Well, she was It was promoted uh, really, really well. Mm-hmm. First off, you get out there, you see signs, billboards of the players. Hey, the game's today. Got this event today. They had the fan fest down there. It was just really amazing. Like, I hadn't seen that before. Mm-hmm. You know, the you had the All-Star Friday night, which mm-hmm. was separate. You had the All-Star, the, the Skills Challenge, the mm-hmm. three-point contest right. was a separate entity. So that, it just made it really feel like a complete All-Star weekend. weekend. Uh-huh. Right. And, and it was just so cool. Like, I had really good seats. Um, the tickets were not like ridiculously mm-hmm. priced or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually got a picture with Lori Johnson. Yeah. I was just fangirling for a moment. Uh-huh. Um, but Cheryl Swoops was there. I got to see her yeah. walking around. So yeah, yeah. Legend. Past and present. There were so many players there. And I really think that the, I know that a few people have been talking about it on Twitter a little bit that there wasn't enough showing of the representation from the league that was there okay. on the national television. Mm-hmm. Um, broadcast but there were so many players there um uh kim hampton yeah i got to see her speak yeah. a little bit uh, 
Liberty, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Um, Dawson, they had like this this question thing uh, afterwards in Fan Fest. So it was just all the access that people had to players. I mean, we're walking out after the game. You see, I mean, you got Natasha Howard just walking, signing autographs. Asia Wilson walking mm-hmm. down, signing autographs. Mm-hmm. Like everybody was just so open, and it was just so great because, I mean, the fans were right there interfacing with the players in a way that you normally don't see. In, in regular games and it just awesome. it was just really special that's awesome yeah and of course there will be an all-star game next year yeah the because of the olympics that's yeah okay. they have a year to work on that two players uh, per team situation <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but i gotta say though the only only negative thing about vegas is just it was really hot okay it was really hot and the the grasshopper situation was a little gross but really? yeah i don't know some type of migration or something going on and it was they were just flying all over the place mm-hmm. they were it was some places where they were run over, like they were all they were all there, and then they were all dead because it was too hot. It was just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was it was bad. When when we left, it was 114. So, um, mm-hmm. so I uh, want to thank you for listening to the Soaring Wing Show on the uh, W Insider Podcast Network. I am Ari Graham at WBA Love on Twitter at WBA underscore love on Instagram. And I'm Dorothy J. Gentry on Twitter and Instagram. All right. So the debate on Twitter so far, the one that's kind of been getting a little heated and testy here mm-hmm. <laughs> lately, uh, is the Rookie of the Year debate. Wow. Yeah. So front runners are our Arike Agumbawale and Minnesota Lynx Nafisa Collier. But let's take a listen to what Coach Agra has to say about it. She should be leading the, the pack in that. Um, with everything that's on her shoulders, how defenses are playing her, like they're playing her like she's our number one option. And in a lot of ways, we try to run a lot of stuff for her. We want the ball in her hands. So when you get pro teams that are trying to focus on you like that, I don't care who you are, it's difficult. So we heard what Coach had to say. I understand that you recently dropped the story out on The Athletic. You guys need to make sure you subscribe to The yeah. Athletic. I'm telling you, Thank you, it is some fire content coming out there from all sides. And <laughs> Miss Dorothy here has been <laughs> dropping some heat, let me tell you. Uh, but you're only, only going to see the full thing if you get that subscription. They got deals all the time. And it's not just for WNBA. You got football season coming up. It's going to be right. good for all year. But, yeah. yeah, but it's it's, it's really special for that, that WNBA content. So let the people know. Uh, case for Rike for Rookie of the Year. Yes. Uh, my colleague and I, Katie Davidson, she covers the uh, Minnesota Lynx yeah. uh, for the Athletic. Uh, so she and I together, we co-authored a piece on uh, the case for Rookie of the Year from both perspectives, me as the beat writer for the Wings and her as the beat writer for the Lynx. Of course, she made the case for uh, for Collier and I made the case for uh, Rike. And uh, you guys really need to check out this story because it's some interesting things uh, that we have to say about both players. You know, but we already know that Arike has quite a bit um, on her shoulders, you know, right now. Um, she has, you know, she's put up a lot of impressive numbers. You know, she's done a really great job uh, with what's been giving her, given her. 
you know, as a as a rookie, she has more on her shoulders than others do. Um, she doesn't have the benefit of veteran uh, leaders or mentors to help her. Um, of course, with Skyler out, with Taylor out, uh, Morgan's gone for a while. It's a really young team. And then you have uh, Collier, she has Sylvia Powell. <laughs> Mm-hmm. First ballot Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Odyssey Sims making a do, you know, what it do now for first year on that team. So, you know, she has some veteran scores there for her. Um, and then we also have the fact that she's playing out of position, you know, on most possessions. You know, she's a two guard naturally. She played all through college. Well, of course, with Skyler being gone now, um, she's been playing a lot of the point. Um, and she's had to kind of shift her mindset you know, get get players in position and help them get their shots as well as get her shots. You know, so she has a lot going on there. And she hasn't even played a full uh, WBA season yet. You know, that's a lot on her plate. And then the main thing is that you have uh, uh, teams, you know, building uh, their, 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 their schemes, you know, to stop her. You know, uh, they're, they're, they're targeting her. You know, and that's, that's a lot. You know, to, to deal with, uh, you know, for a rookie. So, and she's been handling it very well. You know, so I think that for those reasons, uh, as well as her prolific scoring, which has picked up, uh, she's had what about seven, uh, 20 plus point games uh, so far um, this season. She ran rookie of the month. Um, she's making her teammates look better as well. You know, so there, there, there are a lot of reasons why uh, Arike. Yeah, yeah, go ahead and check that out. I will definitely be checking that out. Like I said, we're recording the day before it drops, mm-hmm. but it's going to already be there. So mm-hmm. make sure you guys get those subscriptions to the Athletic WNBA, okay? So for me, I mean, you guys know <laughs> I'm a fan of this team, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to support any op. When I did my, my personal midseason awards, everybody from the Wings had an award. <laughs> uh, but Arike, especially, like, she's a leader on this team. Yeah. Uh, there is a lot being put on her shoulders. Mm-hmm. You have teams, opposing teams that are game planning mm-hmm. for her specifically. That's mm-hmm. not happening with Nafisa. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, she's doing good defense on opposing players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's having, she's been kind of the steady Betty as far as numbers and things like that, but Arike is emerging as a leader off top on our team, regardless of the record. Nice. Look at the stats. Look at look at how teams are game planning for her. The teams are coming in to making sure they stop her first and then the rest of us. Right. It's not happening that way out in Minnesota. So off top, she should be rookie of the year. I believe that she's going to make a really good case for rookie of the month um, in August. And then what are we going to do? I think this matchup up in Minnesota on the 22nd will be a good one uh, to see because we'll get to look at both of them going head to head. And who knows? Maybe that'll be our first road win too. Maybe right. a statement there. Right. But Arike for rookie of the year, no question, period. It's over. There you go. You heard it here first. That's right. So <laughs> no, make sure you add us when uh, she gets that award. And even when she doesn't, because uh, it's still wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, just a quick little quick little wrap up. Like I said, we're recording this on Monday the 5th, but we have two road games coming up. Uh, currently, Connecticut is still sitting at the top of the stand. Yeah, they, they, they found a way. They, they, they underwent a little... Uh, they had dropped like two, mm-hmm. two or three, but mm-hmm. then they, they found their way back and they're riding a serious seven-game win streak. I did say uh, Jonathan Jones from my MVP at the beginning of the season. I said that. I know right now uh, Linda Del Don is uh, 
you know, I guess those are the two front runners. Mm -hmm. And right now, EDD is giving a lot of love, but I'm, I'm sticking with uh, John Quayle. Yeah, they're at 16 and 6, so, Yeah. Yeah, no, it's going to be really tight uh, mm -hmm. just coming up for all teams uh, for this for this record. Uh, L.A. has a really favorable schedule yeah. out of everyone. There mm -hmm. are 13 games left for them, and nine of them are going to be at home. So it's yeah. going to be tough. It's going to yeah. be tough, and you still got uh, Dallas still down there knocking knocking at the door. Right. You see the Seattle Storm for a minute. Uh, we thought they had figured it out without Sue Burton and their, their stars. Mm -hmm. uh, and now they're on a three-game losing streak right now. Uh, the Lynx, we were just talking about, they're on a four-game losing streak. So at, at any any given time, you know, a day, you know, the, the, the standings, they're shift. Mm -hmm. You know, I think the, the top three and four may be pretty settled, but the others, you know, Especially right around um, seven, eight, nine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting mm -hmm. to see who's going to get that last, get that spot. last spot. I remember last season it came down to the final game with the Aces in right. order for the Wings to get in. Uh, we could be looking at a situation like that right. again. I mean, you just never know. But once we get this first world win, and we will get this road win. Like I said, the monkey will be off the back. There, there won't be any pressure. And uh, as I stated at the beginning of the show, the malice of Dallas, they will be killing some playoff dreams coming here uh, towards the end. Like with us playing Connecticut twice, having already beat them uh, with the possibility of sweeping them, we could mess up their seating. We could force them into a playoff, uh, a play-in instead of having a bye week. Right. Um, same thing for L.A. if they get in there because they know where they want to be. They know that they don't want to have to play that, that first round. Right. Uh, everyone's wants, is vying for that bye week so they can have that rest. And I think Dallas is going to be one of the, the major teams that is going to mess that up regardless if we're in a playoff position right. or not. Right. And um, as we get ready to wrap up, I know that uh, a lot of you have been uh, on Twitter asking uh, when will Scott return, when will Mariah, you know, join uh, in the beginning. So with 12 games left, uh, we still aren't sure about Skyler, um, but I, I'm going to go ahead and say probably not. Yeah, probably yeah. Not. Um, I did ask uh, Greg Bibb, the, the president and CEO of the Wings, about Mariah, and he commented, and this was just uh, yesterday, he said, I was hopeful we would see her in a Dallas Wings uniform this year. However, with the calendar now in August, that seems increasingly less likely. So uh, remember uh, sometime around June, he, he emphatically stated that we would see Mariah Jefferson in the Dodgers uniform this season. She even came to a game, mm -hmm. you know, uh, mm -hmm. and was there. So um, that has now dropped. So uh, last 12 games, we're, we're not going to see her either. So uh, the team we have, the roster that's out there on the floor that's hustling, they're going to have to pull it out. Yeah. Gonna, yeah, we're going to have to find a way to close out these these games. It's good because before we were having games where we were losing by quite a bit, yeah. uh, getting blown out at times. I had a bit of a setback on that Aces game on, on, on the, not too long ago where uh, they just weren't playing themselves into being able to win. But now we're seeing ourselves be closer in these yeah. last couple yeah. of minutes. So if they can find a way to just clamp down, get it yeah. together, uh, not have those don't lapses foul. on defense, don't, don't yeah. foul, because you know they're going to blow that whistle. Them whistles right. have been loud yes. and frequent and yes. yeah, <laughs> on, against Dallas. So um, it's one thing to, to have to play against another team. It's another to have to go against the opposing team and the referees. 
Yeah, I'm saying it. Yeah. I'm not, it's not an excuse. You can look at the numbers right. um, of who's going to the free throw not, line and who's not. And it's been a, a real disadvantage for the Dallas Wings. But, I mean, we'll see. So hey, The Mouse of Dallas, as you said in the beginning. The Mouse of Dallas, you guys beware. Um, so I do want to talk about, I do have a, a story coming here pretty soon. Um, actually about Teresa Plaisance, she's going to be dropping this week. Um, uh, it was, it was really good talking to her and there's going to be a feature from, uh, another player. That's a really good friend of hers that, uh, that you guys are going to want to check out. So make sure you look out for that this week, uh, should be coming out around Thursday, uh, around the same time this broadcast podcast should be dropping but uh i will tweet it out like we got to give our girls some shine you know yes, making yes, the case been yeah making the case for a recap on rookie of the year mm-hmm. with the athletic yeah you got um what i got coming out with Teresa Playsons mm-hmm. on womenshoopsworld.com so just make sure you guys are following us to get that exclusive dallas wings content yes all right definitely okay so hopefully by the time we return next week we will have a couple of road wins under our belt uh even if not i know that we're gonna have some good showing Again, we want to thank you for listening to the Soaring Wings show on the, on the W Insider Podcast Network. I'm Dorothy J. Tensory on Twitter and on Instagram. At the athletic, make sure you check us out. Yeah, get that subscription. And I'm at WNBA Love on Twitter, at WNBA underscore love on Instagram. Y'all, y'all follow me on Instagram now. I'm trying to get them numbers up, okay? <laughs> um, but it's good to be back again. I'm yes, ready to get is. get finish the season strong. Yes. And I'm really excited to see what the team is going to do. So, All right. See you guys next week. See you next week.